0: Good morning! It is a great morning. It is Monday right now because I am recording this for you guys. Um, so it's aired on Tuesday, like I told you. Um, it's been a while. Wow, it has really been a while. I honestly like had to re-download my recording app. Um, I had to practice a few times just because I literally forgot how to record and to make sure that I don't fuck this one up and like have a weird echo in the background like me and Maddie's first time when we literally recorded 47 minutes worth of content that had to delete it all. So, yeah, it was it was a rough start this morning. Uh, I'm doing this on my way to work. Um... Obviously, I'll record the second half after work, but since it's just a quick half-hour commute and I already basically started. But anyway, yeah, good morning. It is great to be back. I honestly really was hesitant on bringing back the podcast, and honestly, I feel like a lot of people were a little confused because I had a lot of people respond to my Insta story, and they were like, wait, you weren't going to bring it back, and it's like, I was eventually going to bring it back. I just really was worried because the main reason as to why I wanted to bring it back because I stopped obviously after um before the new year started before 2019 um I stopped because the only reason I wanted to bring it back was because I wanted to take a quick six month break then like bring it back in like August and I wanted to lead it up by having a podcast right around politics season just because I feel that since obviously the last time everyone had a chance to vote you guys all fucked it up um so another great way would be for me to use my platform to educate people because a lot of people that I believed were close to me did make the wrong choice um like I've said several times but a lot of people that are also close to me have now realized that they made the wrong choice and they want to learn they want to better educate themselves so exactly why I wanted to bring it back but some recent events happened this weekend and the last couple weekends that I've been with some of my friends um and I did want to make this like a teaching tea so I put the tea in teach if that makes sense um so we'll just go ahead and dive right in like my normal saying I guess I I did say that a lot and it was annoying so I'm not gonna say that at all like going forward in 2019 like let's just dive right into the tea or whatever I'm gonna talk about I thought that was really annoying so um pet peeve of myself that I when I would listen to myself I, I thought that was really stupid and really annoying and not even a good bit. And if you really thought it was a good bit, you can tell me, but I probably won't use it again. I just didn't like the way my voice sounded when I would say that. Anyway, moving forward. So I have a few topics that I do want to talk about today. Um so we're going to outline it, not dive into it. Uh outline just a few trigger words that people obviously are not okay with other people saying, especially like know your crowd number one, like Just read the room like know what you're saying around the certain people that you're going to be with because there's a lot of people that are more sensitive Two, just try and use better language like we are there's no reason to offend people and I don't want to get into the whole like well now everybody's offended by everything no 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 there are words that you say that are actually hurtful to people so you need to watch your fucking mouth. Um, the first one is the F word. No, I don't mean fuck because I use that daily. I I do not mean that word. I mean the F word, the faggot word. I actually haven't even said that word in, oh my God, I, I can't, it might, it's been at least like four or five years and I don't even know if I had like said that regularly ever, but I have never hated a word more in my entire life. And I will say that I do not surround myself with people that use that word. I don't. But I do know a lot of people that, when they're not around me, um, or some of my friends, you know, would say it. That's just a not okay word. Under no circumstances should you be using that word. And I don't really have toleration for it. I shouldn't have to teach people. I mean, this is a teaching tea, so you know what? I am teaching people now. I shouldn't have to, but I'm gonna, because it's my job as Queen V to teach you guys that that is an absolutely not okay word. It's extremely offensive like, an extremely offensive word to the gay community. Like, it, it's, it's so derogatory. It, it's just an insult. It's a put-down word. Don't use it. And I don't mean just don't use it to your gay friends. Like, no, I mean don't use it, period, with a T. Like, don't use that word. It's not okay. It really does hurt people. Like, if I was called that word, I would still find extreme offense to it and probably would start crying. So I don't really know. And you know what? Maybe you're somebody that, like, thinks of it as a word well it's like I don't actually mean it that way it's just like kind of what the boys use or you know I just say that like with my girlfriends because it's just like funny it's not funny it's just not funny and you know what maybe if you're the person in that friend group that does say it and nobody has said anything you might have some friends that are really uncomfortable at it but like they might cherish your friendship a little bit too much to step forward I personally think the people like that are you know what I really don't stand for it I feel that If you were a true friend to somebody, you would stand up for what you believe in. And you are trying to better your friends. You're trying to make them the the best improved option or best improved self person. You want to make sure that your friends are living up to their exact best standards. So if you have friends that are saying that word, call them out. Call them out right away. Second word. I mean, I really honestly will say after I made the podcast, like (laughs) who can say the N word and who can't? I really will say I saw an amazing turnout of people, number one, that listened. Um, I think that was my second best recorded one out of all of them that I recorded. Obviously, the penis panel. Like, you guys went nuts over all those guys. And I I, I agree. Like, they are – those are funny as fuck. And those are all of some of my best friends. Like, I I do love them. So I I don't – I'm not bitter about how the numbers were extremely higher on that one. But uh, who can say the N-word? I really, like – I can't believe I have to still repeat this. Why the fuck are white people saying the N-word? God damn it. It is 2019. I cannot believe I still have to have this conversation. And I actually want to share this little moment that I had this weekend, which is kind of like my, this is the one that pushed Queen V over to the edge, which made me want to have the podcast back because I really want to make sure that you guys realize what black people have to go through with this n-word talk i'm not kidding like this you can't make this stuff up so this weekend um am with my group of friends you know we're all having a good time we're darting you know it's a great day it's 84 degrees there is literally nothing that can go wrong in my eyes i haven't darted in forever and i love darting so like i'm amped and someone comes into the area that we were at and just casually drops the n-word like it was the most it was so quick when he said it that I almost did it, like, but my ears are trained. It's The thing is, it's like, my ears are trained to hear the N-word, regardless if it's coming from a black person or if it's coming for a white person or any other person that's just not black. I'm trained to hear it. So I heard it. It was the most casual, like, it was just like, I don't have what you need, blank. I won't even say it on this podcast because I really, I'm being serious, like, everybody knows who knows me. They know I don't use that period. I don't use that with my black friends. I don't say it ever. I think the one time that I have said it is like, in the Chris Brown "Little Dicky song because I feel p- empowered that I'm allowed to say it in that song. Um, and I would like to, like, make a special shout-out to my wig, um, Fuck Me Up Wide Vs, Sissies and Bubzies, uh, friend group. You guys are all woke as fuck, and you guys are my best friends, and I truly, truly, truly cherish all of you guys. I also am giving you guys a huge shout-out here because, um, the last time we all hung out, not that anyone would ever say the N-word, period, but, um... There is a point in one of the songs where the N-word is very blatantly stained. I know you guys all know that part. And I quickly turned off the music to see who would say it. Nobody said it. Literally the entire apartment went silent. And I just want to applaud my beautiful, woke, individual-ass friends. Good job. You are doing it. You are doing amazing, sweetie. Mommy is clapping for you. I'm clapping my cheeks. Both cheeks for that matter for you guys I'm so proud of who you guys are and how you guys actually like it's not even just because I'm there I know it isn't because if it was because I was just there someone would have had a slip up I know that because no one knew I was going to turn down the music nobody so just want to applaud you guys anyway again I just interrupted myself I can't stop talking god this is such an issue Brandon and Katie where are you guys I miss you we need to talk together I'm going to text you guys in our group chat right now um moving on to my story so The person had said it so quick and swiftly that it took me a second to even realize that he had said it. Cause I was like, wait, what, what? And I did notice that there were four other people in our friend group out of like the eight of us that were all hanging out at this point. Um, they did also notice because they looked at me and they were like, what's going to happen? Like, what is she going to do? Um, another one of those times where it's like, it's important to have white alleys here. It's very important to have white alleys to, you know, before I can even say something, just maybe try and be like yo we don't use that talk here that's out of control um in this sense uh no one said anything I will say that I've grown a lot from the person that I was in college uh the person I was in college would have made a huge scene cussed them out you know because that's who I am and you know what I'm not even gonna say that's the person that I was because I still am that person but I am really 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 trying now Like I am trying so hard to make sure that I am a better example for, I mean, other colored people, because I do know that like, there's a lot of people that like are colored that listen to this podcast and they're like, I am so glad that you were putting your voice out there because it's finally fucking time that we're heard. Okay. So this is my teaching moment. And I want to like, make sure you guys realize that every single teaching moment that I've ever done in my life has ended in a failure, including this one. So my teaching moment, I didn't say anything. Instead, I decided I'm going to pull aside this individual later on so he's not embarrassed. There's not a scene. There's no need for humiliation or dragging. Um, and trust me, I don't I don't doubt that he will not listen to this podcast, but I do know the people that were at this get-together, they'll know. They, they know exactly who I'm talking about, and I'm sure that they'll probably text me about this because they were also uncomfortable. And they actually were very, very proud of me of how I handle it. Too bad it didn't work out in the end. So... This guy got his beer or whatever, and it wasn't like a big deal. Like, not everybody knew that I was gonna do it or anything. I was just like, "Hey, can I quick chat with you for a second?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, sure." Like, actually had no idea what talking up. And I was like, "You know, earlier you actually said the n word, and it really made me uncomfortable. And I find that word offensive. And I was like, especially because you are not black. Um, if you could just please ref- like refrain from using that word around me, like that'd be great. I just I really don't like that word." And he was like, "Yeah, I'm so sorry." Like that meant. that was nothing personal to you like I did not mean it in a derogatory way it's just like a word that like me and my friends say and I was like okay because mom right now at this point is I'm seeing red because wow when you said it's just a word that me and my friends say I ah that hurt you know like I'm like oh shit like white people really do say this word no when they're not around their friends like that is fucked up But you know, I kept my cool and I just said, yep. So again, just read your crowd, read the room. I'm here. I think it's offensive. Do not say it around me again. And he was like, yes, absolutely. Like, we're cool. And I'm like, great. Moving forward. Nothing against him. I thought everything was great. And you know what? Honestly, everything was great. Like the Darty went great. Uh, We celebrated Dan and Malia buying a new house. Shout out to you guys. Your house is beautiful. I love you guys so much. Oh, Um, they made like this huge, massive mason jar of what was it? Uh, Vegas bombs. It's gonna say Yeager. No, it was Vegas bombs. It was disgusting. If I might add, and I spilled within 0.3 seconds of attending the darty and I was wearing a gorgeous white top. So, Oh, it just looked great. I had like this red shit all over my fucking top. Um, looked like a party foul, but I mean, what's new? So, um, anyway, so I did that. I was very polite and I was like, wow, you know what V like, this is amazing. And honestly, after I did that, I was like this is a teaching moment. Like I want to tell people. So I told all my friends that, and like, honestly they were all like, I'm very like proud of you and like shocked that you did that. Like that was amazing. Like you were like, I cannot believe it. And they were like, it went really, really well. And I was really proud of myself. And I was like, this is, that was actually when I thought about to bring the podcast. back. Like, I was like, this is something that I want to show my followers. And like a lot of people that are like my friends, like number one, that I did that. And you know, it, it worked. I thought Until later on, which I'll explain to you guys in a second. But I was really proud of myself. I was like, you know what, I did it. I did exactly what people don't expect somebody like me to, you know, behave, you know. A lot of people use the connotation, like, connotation, that is extremely the wrong word. Wow, mom's trying to use big words and she just fucked it up. So sorry. A lot of people use, like, the slang term or just, like, the stereotypical, like, oh, she's an angry black woman. Which I will use later on because I was called an angry black woman later on. So that one was triggering. But anyway, so I think that like just how I went about that was really, really great and was a teaching moment. So props to me, um, my Madison wig friends. I know you guys are clapping for me right now and the standing ovation is just so loud. It's just so loud. I can hear it from my car. Anyway, so that happens. Darty goes great. Shout out to Dana Malia again. It was amazing. We left. We uh, go to... Another one of my friend's house, we're all sitting around a fire and you guys all know I love to talk. Who doesn't love to hear the sound of their gorgeous voice? Um, Another thing that I hated when I was listening to my voice, like just a little quick insert here, I didn't realize how raspy I sound. Like I sound like I have like a, like I smoke cigarettes and I really, I have never touched a cigarette in my life. I don't smoke. I actually don't even do a single drug. I am like clean as a whistle. It's fucked. Like I'm like the biggest prude and I'm a narc too because I read on people who do drugs shout out to my brother um I I literally it's just not it's never been my thing so like when I was listening I was like wow I sound like I am like severely like I'm in need of like a drag like a nice drag of a cigarette like it's disgusting anyway moving back so like we're all sitting around a fire and obviously you guys all know I love to talk I'm not saying really a word at this fire I was pretty quiet. For the majority of it. So, the same individual that decided to use the N-word, he starts talking about how minimum wage shouldn't be higher. We're getting into that realm of conversation. And, you know, usually I do like to speak up. Because I would like my voice to be heard. I would like to speak on specific issues that obviously, like, they don't affect me now. But they did affect me when I was younger. I mean, my mom literally like like she she had raised two kids and trust me she's she's from Rwanda she's an American citizen now I want to make that very clear like she's been an American citizen for almost 27 26 years now I want to make that clear just because I do know a lot of people that they just kind of assume things um yeah no mommy like mommy like literal mommy mommy Charlotte is literally an American citizen so don't get it twisted here But I'm just saying, coming to America, like things are very, very, very difficult for, number one, people of color, Um, people who are literally not from here. When they're coming from a different country, it's very, very difficult. So, I mean, my mom, she was going to school the entire time, but it was hard for her to like get by with some of the amount that she was being paid, you know? Anyway, uh, we start discussing minimum wage and why it shouldn't be raised. I honestly didn't say a word during this conversation like not a single word one because I was getting eaten alive by mosquito bites I'm pretty sure I'm allergic. I get I get like these horrible horrible rashes It's terrible and like they like swell up and shit So I have like eight on my back right now and it looks like I have Yeah, no, I'm not gonna say anything. It just looks bad bottom line um, so anyway, I think that's mainly why I was really quiet, but I honestly just didn't feel the need to say anything and keep in mind. I wasn't really drunk like I had actually at this started that we were at earlier, you guys, I maybe had four beers because I was playing bags with my friends, and I didn't bring my drink down, so that took up at least an hour of me not drinking. um so I only had four beers there, and like maybe one yay, Vegas bomb shot, yeah, one, so I like wasn't drunk because this is like a bunch of hours later uh, didn't say anything, kept myself quiet because I've known now that you know, having a loud outburst um doesn't always end well for me just because I do I say what I say and I want to make sure that I'm heard but I've learned my lesson in the past where I'm like you know what like I could have gone about that a little bit better here's how I want to explain to you guys that no matter what you do you cannot avoid the stereotype of being an angry black woman even if you are very fucking calm so this person that's bringing up the minimum wage shit I'm still not talking I'm haven't said a word he now gets into the point about how one of his friends who's a light skin and I you know what this is actually a learning thing for me too. Light skin to me doesn't mean anything besides black. Maybe that's because I'm black, but light skin just means you're black. It doesn't it doesn't have like a oh well they're like they're like part white, you know, like or they they can get away with things because they're white or there's a stereotype around light skins. The only light skin thing that I've ever heard is like oh like stop being so light skinned because you're like feeling yourself. Like you're like Drake or Chris Brown. Like you are gorgeous. You're like gorgeous on the eyes, gorgeous on the skin, you know, and just want to make sure that's clear. Like all black people are gorgeous. The Milan and pops all the time. We are beautiful. But that was the only stereotype I knew. So I don't know if there was just a miscommunication on something because apparently there was, which we did. We then we fixed it, but I want to make sure this is clear. Um, he went on to say the word, well, you know them, like that's just how light skins are. And maybe I came at the wrong point in the conversation, but that was kind of a triggering sentence for me because that sounds like, well, how are light skins? Like, wh- what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? I, I know, cause I know that they weren't referring to, um, the fact that these people are feeling themselves. What they had been talking about was the fact that a lot of them were in jail so this person had discussed about how one of his friends he was born out of like 30 kids and like 4 or 5 of them were in jail and we were talking about like how like some of them are bound to go in jail and he, this is what I had heard cause he had said well you just know how they get like how they are on um, that's just that's just how light skins like behave and I was like wait what the fuck does that mean like l- literally like I, I don't understand why well, number one why I wouldn't be offended by that but I just said what do you mean by that like what do you mean And this person went on to his phone, which he claims he said, he said afterwards, he said he was taking the time to collect his thoughts on what he should say. But I mean, I think that's a little bullshit because when I just said, why are you on your phone? I just asked you a question and he said, do you want me to leave? And I'm like, first of all, no, I don't want you to leave because two, I just asked you a question and you're not answering. Like that just goes ahead and proves my point that this meant to be offensive. And honestly... I I could go all day about how apparently we we resolved it all I really don't think we did resolve it to be completely honest because then we went on to talk about how um most of his friends are light-skinned I I don't really know where that like I don't I don't know what that has to do with anything I mean like just because a lot of your friends are light-skinned like I I would assume that you think the the best of them like you're not going to be talking down about them um but he claimed to say that basically the majority of his friends were light skins. Um, and that's the, why he had said the N word earlier because a lot of them say it and they say it's okay. Um, public service announcement. If you are light skinned, please comment, please text me. I know I've actually, I do know a few light skinned, so I'm in, interested to see what they'll say to this. But like, I know, I know you guys are not telling white people to say the N word. I know you guys are not saying it's okay. So like, i let this one slide but like bitch what the fuck like no you are not trying to like use that like that is crazy you oh god that one hurt i was like i know that there is no way in hell people are saying it's okay for white people to say the n-word like especially in today like what's going on with society i know that that's not true that's just a fucking lie so anyway he said that he also said that like he sees a lot of his friends like get arrested for no reason and i'm like you're right. That happens. That has nothing to do with being light skin. That has everything to do with being black. Are you crazy? You really, like it was everything he was saying. I was like, I don't think he's understanding like what's happening here. Like light skin doesn't mean anything. It means black. Okay. So I I don't, I, I didn't get where he was trying to come from. But again, there was a lot of people there. A lot of people were trying to intervene because they believed that there would be a civil conversation that was going to be happening. But I mean, it was a lot of talking over each other. I wasn't able to get in my word a lot, my word in um, a lot until I told other people to be quiet so I could speak. And this is where I got called an angry black woman Um, because I told a few of my friends, I was like, guys, please be quiet. Like, I would actually like to hear what he has to say so I can respond because this was a two person conversation in the first place. A topic that i'm going to talk about later guys is um drinking on like mental health medication because it is okay this guy's not letting me get into the lane so sorry if i pause for a second because okay good job you have a huge dick it's one of those guys that are in the massive trucks it's like okay chill anyway um so i will talk about that later just because this it's it's something that needs to be talked about um anyway so abruptly whatever some things got resolved because we decided to let each other talk. He let me talk and have my bit and tell him what I thought what he was saying was a little bit arrogant, a little bit ignorant and why I found offense to it. And I explained to him, like, I don't have like literally any light-skinned friends which I really don't. Like I I re- like close friends? No, absolutely not. Like I know people that are light-skinned, absolutely. Like I mean, who doesn't? But I don't have like friends that I can like call up and be like, yo, what's up? Like uh this happened to me and I just like want to hear about like what you think you know what I mean like I don't have people like that that are light-skinned um so I made that very clear and he was like and I can understand as to why you found offensive. but I do need to like I've been told this multiple times like I I need to find better ways to speak I mean this guy has oh talk about etiquette Woo, that he needs a little bit more than that but that's fine um Anyway, so we end the conversation, and I'm like, great, I heard your part, I heard your piece, and this dude goes, oh, we're good, my nigga. He dead ass called me the N-word at the end of a conversation where I had told him I found everything he said offensive. You cannot make this shit up. Oh, oh, Lord, you guys, I, oh. There have been times where I have literally been like, "Oh, I have to go to church." Like, I cannot even tell you the the I'm not even like, I don't want to say I'm mean because, I mean everybody's mean. Like, you're a liar if you're saying like, "Oh my god, I'm such a nice person," which I am a nice person. I'm really outgoing and nice, and I always include people. But yo, the thoughts that went through my head at that point, ooh, I don't even want to like say that shit on the air because I would get arrested. That it like. Who, like, it like I cannot even tell you how, like, much that word was a trigger word. I literally, I could not even hold myself together. I just got up and left. Literally, like, got my shit. I didn't even say a word to him. And, and he realized it, like, right after he said, he was like, oh, shit. Literally everyone there were like, dude, seriously, like... You can't be doing that. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to ask, like, what was your boyfriend doing at this point? Um, the entire time that we had this conversation, Jake was trying to intervene the entire time and be like, you have to stop saying things like this. Like he was being a very good white ally. Not only is he my boyfriend, because obviously it's great that he's my boyfriend and he's a white ally, but it's important to be a white ally, no matter if there is a person of color like around. So just a little tidbit on that. But yeah, the entire time he was speaking. I honestly didn't say that earlier just because I was mainly wanting to focus on, like, what was actually happening. But there were multiple, like I said, there were multiple people that were trying to intervene. My boyfriend was one of them. And there's a few other people that were trying to intervene as well to, like, make sure that a civil conversation was happening rather than us talking over each other. Point being, after this kid called, said the N-word, right after we just had a conversation about how I find things offensive that he was saying and that he was being ignorant and I thought I had gotten him to see my point, he went and did that. And... And that is where I wanted to have this teaching moment. I'm just pulling up to 3M right now. So I do have to make this quick at this end before I like restart back up later on. But um, this is the teaching moment that I want to like make very clear. Like, you guys, earlier I pulled him aside. I didn't humiliate him. I did everything I could to not be an angry black woman. And I calmly brought him aside. This dude threw that shit out the window. He didn't give a fuck. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it may if if he if it finds if someone like myself finds it fucking offensive. It doesn't matter. He's gonna say it because he can, and he knows it hurts. That's all I have to say on that. That is that was by far the most fucked up shit that I've ever witnessed in my entire life. That was just garbage, garbage, absolute garbage. Um, which is literally this is the T, the T tea in teaching, um. No matter how you handle this... This is basically to all my black friends and all my people of color. Um, like, Because I know another one of my good friends. Uh, Rathy, I love you. Princess Rath. Uh, she had another scenario that I'll actually let her speak on that in the next couple of weeks. Because I'm, I'm bringing this back in full force, guys. Um, no matter how you handle a situation... Um, you can't really win. I just want to make that clear. And I also want all of my white friends to realize that. No matter how we handle a situation... We will never come out on top. You cannot win. They are going to say exactly what they want to say to you, no matter if it hurts, no matter, even after you have already told them that you find it offensive, they're going to say it. It doesn't matter to you because it just doesn't matter. Um, And I just wanted to make that very clear here because I did everything in my power um, to try and stop this from happening, but I, I, I mean, you can't, you can't fix it because someone decided to say it. They, they decided to say it like there's no going about that. Um, so yeah, that's my little tidbit. I do have three more words I want to discuss later on. So, um, again, I'll record this probably after a sculpt. So I'll probably just re-record this like af- when I'm driving my way home again. But, um, anyway, I'm going to go to work. Um, I have to train a few people today, so that kind of sucks. um, but anyways, first half is done. And you know what? I can't decide if this is going to be a two-hour podcast. I know a lot of you guys like like the two-hour podcast. But, I mean, my mouth hurts right now. So, yeah. And, yeah, it's my podcast. So we'll see how much I want to talk. But anyway, um, you guys have... You can take a quick break probably right now. Um, <laughs> I'm sure most of you guys are, like, shook after that story. Take a quick break. Uh, drink lots of water or maybe a glass of wine. Who knows? Whichever one you like. I'm going to go to work. So I'll chat with you guys soon. Bye. Hey guys, I am back. Monday is officially over. I'm super pumped to be driving home. Um, I did listen to how it sounded when I was like in my cube earlier today, and I didn't love the loud noise of the highway. So, I apologize. I'm not going to edit it or anything. I'm just letting you know I'm sorry. The next couple of podcasts like will not be nearly as loud and annoying. Um, but this is really about the only time that I have to record this, and I just like kind of need to get it out. So anyway, deal with it. I don't care. You're gonna listen either way. Um, anyway, so yeah, I had a good Monday. Did lots of training. I planned a bunch of trips. Uh, it was good. It was a good. It was a good Monday. I hope you guys had a good rest of your Monday because I mean it's four thirty right now, and I'm feeling pretty good. Like I'm glad it's over. And it's a good start to my week because I am like having one of my best friends fly in this weekend So I'm pretty excited to see her and Meg's, I'm excited to see you Anyway, one step closer to seeing her So just picking up where we left off, obviously I was discussing trigger words um, And I'm sure you guys were pretty appalled with that last story Um, It's crazy that I still have to tell people to not use the N-word But again, here I am just begging you guys not to use the N-word But whatever, it is what it is so we'll just go on right next. Uh, we'll we'll get right into the next trigger word that I believe is obviously super inappropriate and just not okay and very foul. Um, the R word. I'm just you know not a fan of. I don't like it. Um, I I don't really know what else to say on it besides the fact that like people shouldn't be using it. It's pretty obvious as to why you shouldn't be using it because it's extremely offensive. Uh, not only just to people that do not have mental retardation, but, um, just it's offensive. So just don't use it. Um, one of my estheticians, estheticians, how do you say that? Estheticians. I wish I had someone on here to like correct me, but I don't, it's just me. So that sucks. Um, the other day they were, I don't even know what kind of story it was. It was my lady that does my derma blading and the story was just pointless. Like there was really no reason for her to use the word. And she just like dropped the R word And you know what? Like, obviously me being who I am, I'm not usually quiet for a lot of these things. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna call her out. Um, and it was just, it was really uncomfortable. Like I really, like I, I usually, I don't have like any friends again that like use that word, but it was still weird. Like I was shocked that she used it because it was such an unnecessary part of the conversation. Um, but all I did I was just like, hey, like pick another word. Like you definitely didn't need to use that in that sentence. And she's like, Oh yeah, you're right, I'm getting so bad at that. Sorry, it just must have slipped. And we just like moved on from it. And just always nipping it right in the butt and kind of like putting a stop to it rather than staying silent is probably my best form of advice that I would recommend to people, just because I mean if you allow people to keep saying things or keep doing the kind of behavior, like they're obviously not gonna stop. Um, so again, just uncomfortable words like that. I recommend calling it out. Um, I've heard a few stories from like my own personal friends that like have friends of friends that like have said it and they like, everyone gets like upset because like these people are using like the R word like constantly. And it's like, it's a sense of immaturity for number one, for that person to continue to use it when they know that everyone else is obviously uncomfortable by the word. Um, but they're not going to stop. So I don't know why, I don't know why you just wouldn't tell them immediately, like upfront, like that makes me uncomfortable. Um, use any other word, please. Um, or if you want to get like real fucking intense, you could just like go ahead and list off the reasons as to why you think it's offensive. Um, I don't know, do what you have to do again. Don't use the R word. Just, just please be better. God, Lord, it shouldn't even, it is 2019, but again, like apparently people need more wake up calls than I thought. So here we are. Um, so I hate that word, obviously. I also really don't, like, um... (sighs) It's hard for me to go on this one just because, like... It's not like... I'm not saying, like, I get it, but, like... When... Like, men refer to other men as, like, pussies or bitches, you know? Um... Like, I just want to get... I want to tread lightly on this because, obviously, like, I I don't want to you know make this too personal because I again I don't need to be calling out everybody on this podcast it is only my first one back out so um but I don't know it's just more of like unnecessary that's just all that's really all I'll I'll say on that one just that's all all right so now that we've gotten all the trigger words out I do want to address how to be a better white ally um I feel like even when I was talking about this on my last couple of podcasts, maybe I wasn't clear enough. I did have Haley on, um, that episode and I felt her really talking to you guys because she is white. Um, and just addressing like how she goes about things and just being a listener. And I love that. Um, calling out racism though is a completely different thing. And I'm not gonna ever say like I get it I get like why you wouldn't call it out because I don't get it I really don't but again that's because it personally affects me um I think the most important part about being a white ally is number one obviously listening to what we have to fucking say but to calling out ignorance regardless if your person of color friend is there like I cannot stress that enough like just letting things slide you guys does so much to allow people like that to continue to spew their hatred and they're just like they just continue to do it because they're they're okay they know their crowd um i i get it that a lot of people get so uncomfortable and that that's just not who they are to call people out i get it um No, I don't get it. But I'm, like, I'm trying to empathize here because it it always starts drama. Obviously, everybody knows that racism will start drama. It's it's a conflict. Um, I think that it's a learning thing because once you continue to defend somebody for how ignorant they are or how their language is super inappropriate and, like, I'm sorry about him, like he just has has a mouth on him and he doesn't know how to do this or I'm sorry about her. She like doesn't know what the hell she's saying. She like just doesn't care and it's super rude for her to say the N-word when she's rapping songs or same thing vice versa for a guy, you know, like something like that. If you're continually apologies, oh my God, I literally cannot talk. Jesus. If you are continually, continuously, there we go. Jeez. We are at fifth grade level. Uh, If you're continuously Apologizing on somebody else's behalf for their behavior and how they speak to people or how they treat other people, what does that say about you? You're apologizing for somebody else's behavior. It's not you, but what can you do to better that person's behavior? If they're your so-called friend, I don't know about you guys, but I mean, my friends represent who I am. They do. So if I have one of my friends that are, openly saying the f-word that represents me at the same time because you are who you surround yourself with so if i could just make this as clear as possible stop apologizing for what your friends did and start addressing those comments that they said to their face this isn't like oh my god v's telling everybody to go start some shit but because I'm not saying like, oh, my God, I, heard, I remember what you said two months ago and it was really fucked up. And I just want to say that, like, it's been eating at me still. You know, what I mean, like, don't obviously stir the pot from a couple months back. But if it happens in the future, like right after this podcast airs, stop being quiet. Stop apologizing to your people of color friends or other people around you on behalf of your inappropriate ass friend and start addressing these issues. Because this is this is the root of the problem, you guys. The more we stay quiet, the more we don't address people like this because, again, it's like this is this behavior and this language that they say, it's taught. It's not just like straight up like, oh, they just got comfortable all of a sudden and want to try words out. No, it's taught at home. Maybe giving them a like, straight up heads up like, that makes me uncomfortable and I don't know why you'd use that word when you know it makes me uncomfortable. And, again, it couldn't even, like, honestly, it's so much more important to do it when people aren't watching like because remember like obviously if you want to address it you should address it but don't just address it when there is a person of color around you address it when it's actually just a mainly white crowd when you're in your white spaces because that is where everybody is the most comfortable and you can actually have a good conversation and you can see the root of the problem there I don't doubt you'll be able to find out the reason why as to why they're saying it uh, so again, I just, these are like just tips on how to be a better white ally because it, it'll help. And I know the majority of the people that actually listen to my podcast, like you guys all want to be a better white ally. And I'm just so, so thrilled for it because who doesn't want to be a better white ally? It's just great. Um, um, or most of you actually probably are already just woke as fuck and know exactly what to say. Um, If I could give you guys any advice further on that, it would be to address it in a calm situation, um, because I don't see any, like, I mean, obviously you guys know I tried being as calm as possible when addressing my situation last weekend and still nothing came good out of it, but the difference is I'm black and you guys, most of you are white. So like a lot of people like will take things completely differently from me and just think of me as an angry black woman when really I'm just using my normal voice. Um, so there's that. So I really do, uh, I would I would love to encourage, like, using your calm tones, doing it in a calm white space. <laughs> uh, but regardless, even if you raise your voice, I'm sure they wouldn't hold a grudge against you, but they probably would hold a grudge against me because I'm just an angry black woman. So this is my recommendations for being a better white ally. Also, um, if you can, like, go expose yourself to different situations like I know you can't help it if all of your friends are just straight white males or just straight white females like you can't really help that but even reading articles or going to different events that you know will you know give you some exposure like kind of give you that like culture shock except for it's not culture shock it's race shock (laughs) um just do the best you can because I know that there always are going to be those token um, people of color friends in every single friend group. Um, but I mean, just trying to expose yourself to different, just different diverse people is fabulous. Like for example, the easiest way that I can think of for the majority of people that are my age from 23 to 25, the age group or whatever, um, join your diversity team at your work, like join your inclusions team. Uh, Join your I mean this is my thing I'm mean, i a part of the African American network One of my really good friends Megan Larkin Obviously she's white um, She is a part of the African American network And she goes to the meetings And I just think that's like a really good example It's just like expressing yourself About how you want to go about And be better in general um, And exposing yourself to different cultures I mean there are people that Are not obviously black They're in the African American network Be that person You know what I mean be that person that's going to go celebrate um, Pride on the Plaza, wherever that is at your guys' work, but be that person. This isn't even just about race anymore, but just, like, try to be a more diverse person or a more, diver- more aware diverse person or diversely aware, if that makes sense, because I know you can't control who you just happen to be friends with. You really can't. Um, example myself, like, the majority of my friends are white. It's not like I'm going out to go find black friends and everything. But I'm doing everything I can in my power to make myself more diverse in the fact that, like, obviously a lot of my friends from school are white, but I'm also going out of my way to be a part of all different sorts of teams um, and projects at work. Like, I'm a part of the diverse team. I'm a part of the um, LGBTQ team at 3M, and I openly, like, stream their podcasts every single day. Like, I want to make sure that I'm... As aware as possible. There are so many things that you can do to be a better white ally and just a better ally in general to all different sorts of um people. So I don't know how else. I mean that's just like the easiest one that I can give to you guys. Um just because I know like the majority of the people that are listening to my podcast again, I know the age group. Most of you guys do have jobs though, so I I don't doubt that it's I mean I if you're if you're it's a different story if your work just doesn't have those teams. That actually might be a whole nother issue that I don't even, I can't even imagine. But anyway, um, just do your best, just do the better best you can. Um, so now that we're done with trigger words and we're done with talking about how to be a better ally, um, I would like to get into father's day. So father's day is obviously coming up this weekend. Um, so I, myself, um, I don't have a dad. And I want to like go into like why I don't have a dad Because a lot, a lot, a lot of people just assume the stereotype Like my dad knocked up my mom Um, And I have two, di- or me and my brother have two different dads We're not biologically like we're only half siblings, you know Because we have different dads No, that's not true Like I don't know why some people still assume this It's so crazy Like I had someone like ask me like Oh, like do you and your brother share the same dad? And I was like, what? Like what are you talking about? Like, and they had never asked me about my dad, period. So I was just like, okay, you know what? Maybe I do need to clarify this. But again, it, it did, it, it kind of stung a little when they assumed that. Cause I was like, oh, oh no, that's, that's not, that's not good. Um, no, my mom and dad were married. Uh, they were dating for five years, got married. Um, were engaged for actually two. So like, Jesus, like talk about in it for the long haul. I will never be I don't even, they they were like on some Pam and Jim, or Pam and Roy shit, like Pam was literally engaged for three years, so yeah, I don't even get it, um, but anyway, my, yeah, my parents got married, um, they had me, they had Troy, like, literally normal ass family, normal ass divorce too, just like, happened when I was like five or six, um, so I guess I was younger, but I mean, it's still like a normal ass divorce, so nothing too crazy, my dad is not a part of my life because my mom got full time custody, so she was fit to be a better parent than he was in the court's eyes. So my mom's the number one person. Obviously, I turned out fabulous. So that's the reason that's why my dad's not a part of my life. Um, anyway, moving forward. So obviously, I don't have a dad in my life. Um, Father's Day comes and goes every single year. I actually usually forget that it's even a holiday. It, I actually do feel bad about that because that kind of bums me out sometimes. Because whenever I'm like, I'm always like, oh, like what should we do this week? And everyone's like, it's Father's Day. Like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh shit. Like, I, I always forget. So I do feel bad about that. But um, coming, this is kind of going towards people that are like myself that don't have like a father figure in their life, um, whether they have a, sim, a situation like myself or something else. Um, And again, I do want to just say this, like, I'm not crying, by the way. That kind of sounds like I'm crying. I'm not crying. I literally just blew my nose in my car. Um, No, but it's important to address people that are similar, that, like, behave like a father figure. Like, I have a ton of, ton of, ton of, ton of good friends that all have fathers and that are, like, more importantly, in their life regularly. And they behave like father figure, like a father figure to me. So addressing those people in your life are great and that is regardless if you have a father figure like if you actually have a dad that's actively participating in your life um and you still know somebody else that's also behaving like a dad or has always behaved like a dad to you like address those people because it means more than you know honestly it really does like every year like I forget about father's day but then I'm also like there are some people in my life that behave like dads to me and they are always looking out for me and just want my best interest um and it just like it like blows me away every day like i'm always like like, because my mom is basically like she always has played the mom and dad role in my life like she's been both parents um but it's always blown me away about the amount of people in my life that are always trying to go above and beyond to one make sure that I'm living my best life like honestly that sounds so cheesy but really they really do they're making sure everything is going great they're trying to be that father figure for me like taking me out to do things um so I don't know just always addressing those people whether that's I mean it could be even for mother's day too like she's like a second mom to me or like a second dad but just addressing those people is super important um I couldn't stress that any more than I already am anyway Father's Day is coming up so again like I don't even want to say just don't assume because I guess like I just I don't know if maybe I'm just maybe I was just naturally born woke someone tell me if that's incorrect but I mean if I'm I don't know. I just, I feel like if there are people in my life that I've never seen a photo of, like, not to like put her on the spa- spot, but one of my good friends, Ina, honestly, it was maybe a week ago that I found out that her parents were divorced, but I never was like, oh, like her dad died oh, like, her dad just, like, left her mom abruptly or blah, blah, blah. Like, I never thought of that, like, ever. I honestly, like, was just, like, waiting for her, number one, to tell me, like, what her family situation was. We never had that conversation, but I never, like, assumed, you know? I mean, and again, like, I'm not going to, like tell you guys not to assume things because again like that's your brain maybe just don't assume and out loud like just assume in your head just just keep it to yourself if you're like gonna assume things um yeah definitely keep it to yourself maybe that's all I could probably see in the matter but anyway yeah just going back to it like me and Ina we were just chatting and she's like oh yeah like my parents are divorced um blah 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 like I don't really talk about it which again you know I'm sorry I'm kind of like putting on blast here but whatever um we'll talk about that later i'm actually i'm gonna text you to make sure this is cool but yeah like we had just never talked about it and we just had this conversation and i was like oh like my parents are divorced I, I didn't know like that your parents are divorced and like not that this is like a bonding thing but i was just like oh like I, i'm sorry because it is it is sad like it's never like a good it's not a great feeling when you're when your parents are divorced and i i don't know so anyway just again like try to assume to yourself and not out loud um if that makes sense does it? I don't know. Anyway, so now we're gonna go more into the agenda. Um, in the next couple of weeks, because I want to make sure that I address a lot of things in the next couple of weeks. Because I guess I am. I'm in it. I'm I'm back in it for good. If that makes sense. The podcast is coming back for good. Um, I I want to talk about drinking on medication. Uh, no spec. Like I'm not specifying what kind of medication, but just. Um, alcohol intake during medication. Um, I just think it's an important conversation because it's a, obviously a very, very touchy subject. So I want to go about this correctly because um, I I have quite a few friends and some personal experiences, uh, not with myself, but like people that are very, very close to me that have um, gone through this. And so I, I definitely want to make put shine light on it, basically, just because there are situations where people need to know that they need to limit themselves. Um, know their limits, kind of recognize reoccurring situation and reoccurring behaviors when you're drinking while on medication. So I want to make sure that we are shedding light to all of this and like how to be healthy about it. Because honestly, mental health is sexy. Mental health is so important. And we should continue to talk about mental health. It should never be kind of a hush hush. Like, you don't like I don't want anyone to ever be able to shy away from talking about it because it's good it's healthy to be talking about it um so anyway so we'll be talking about that in the next couple weeks Uh, a few of my friends are going to be on that podcast which will be really 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 cool um Maddie Tron's coming back for sure so I'm sure a lot of you guys have been begging for her to come back, literally begging. And I know she's funny, but again, it's my podcast, guys. Why don't you beg me like that? I'm just kidding. But anyway, Maddie, we are so excited for you to come back and speak on so many different matters, as well as that specific topic. Like, I think that that would be a really good one for us to all hear from you, as well as all the other people that are gonna be on the podcast. So that'd be really cool. Um, Another thing that I want to address What the oh my god, you guys. I just literally (laughs) (laughs) I just witnessed an accident. Oh my god, I hate that. Oh god, I'm so awkward. I'm I'm driving away. This is too much. Um anyway. So we have the whole summer to discuss and well not we. I have the whole summer to talk about whatever I want. Please always I was about to almost I almost said like, comment, subscribe. Um, because all my friends, we, we do this dumb shit where we like always update our channel because we act like we're famous YouTubers. It's a really dumb bit and I don't really know why we do it, but anyway, like, comment and subscribe, but, um, we have the whole summer, you guys, to talk about tons and tons of things that you guys want to hear. Um, if you guys want me to go ahead and shed some light on some politics, <laughs> please let me know because I am more than happy to, um. Because it, it really these are all important things. I, I just wanted to make sure that I shed light obviously on all of them. Um, and there are some things that people like again, like when I had all my uh, podcasts like the first time, I when I had the penis panel or the pussy panel, like all of those, I had people submitting things that I didn't even know were really important, but people still decided to submit them. Um, Oh geez a biker just came right by me But people still decided to submit them So I was like you know what yeah absolutely I'll talk about it Like these are things that I would never think of But I, I'm glad that you guys really want to hear about it um, The last thing that I'll touch on right before I leave Sorry if you guys are hearing that dumb noise It's just me trying to get into my apartment uh, The last thing that I will touch on Is um, No I will not touch on it I'll make this This first week I'll make it quick Um, Since this won't be an actual hour, I'll make sure that it's just a little bit under an hour. And then we'll come back with next week with a lot. I have a lot to say, like usual. I mean, when don't we have a lot to say? At Bryn and at Katie. We always have a lot to say. Um, But I want to make sure that I'm spacing it out and collecting all my thoughts before I'm just spewing out garbage. So anyway, I will see you guys all next week. I hope you guys like this one. I'm sure it was kind of a letdown just because we had to go through the majority of it was mainly trigger words but I wanted to share to you guys some personal insights as usual anyway so I'll chat with you guys next week um I look forward to it per use expect some severe tea some severe tea it's gonna be good anyway I will see you guys later